I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? All right, we are diving in with a quickie today. I have my cappuccino in hand, and we are so ready. It's funny, this topic, I was actually just talking to one of my mentors about this yesterday and the way that we view rest. So if rest to you is just laying on the couch or napping, listen in because we're going to dive into the seven different types of rest um, that actually Dr. Dalton Smith wrote about in the book Sacred Rest. So Kels, do you want to kick it off with the first type of rest? Yes, I love this topic, Um, so I'm super excited to dive into this. So number one, I think you guys will all resonate with this. This is physical. So this can be active rest, or this can also be passive rest. Active rest is doing things to relax your body, such as working out, which I personally love. That definitely, like, like first thing in the morning, it helps me relax. It helps me feel good. Then we can also go into more of, like, a passive rest for the physical body, which is, I think, what most of us think of resting as napping, sleeping, actually laying horizontal and like doing absolutely nothing. Um, So know that when you're wanting to allow your body to rest, there's different ways. You don't always, because I know for me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to lay down because I do have energy, but I still need to rest. So it's like this weird toggle. Know that you can actually move your body in a different way from like maybe go on a walk. Right, laying down that actually is going to give you energy and it's also keeping you in that rest like it's, it's allowing you to rest as well absolutely and I think too like for an active rest like walking can fall under that paddle boarding swimming like really any type of movement can kind of fall under that active rest and I also want to name um sometimes we like with rest we can toggle between like resting and achieving which actually kind of double sucks our energy almost Mm -hmm. it's like a double drain when you toggle between like you're kind of working you're kind of resting and usually that's when maybe we're not fully tuned into our body on what it actually needs so as we go through these seven different types this was just type number one but as we go through these maybe take notes or write down like what would feel good for you Um, because every day our body craves different types of rest Um, And sometimes what we think may drain us kind of like Kel's name actually is going to give us this like beautiful life force energy. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, the second type of rest is going to be spiritual rest. So this deals with your relationship with God or the universe or whatever helps you feel really like connected to um, whatever spirit means for you. Maybe that's listening to worship music or whatever that means for you. Maybe it's praying maybe it's um do you have any other examples Kels? yeah maybe um it's actually physically going to a church or going to or a, a temple small group or a temple or practicing you know some some sort of way in which to connect with something bigger than yourself um i think 
really is like the biggest thing when it comes yeah. to spirituality. And I think too, that's one of the easiest ones to like get away from. Um, or, or one of the ones that maybe you don't think about that actually gives you rest and restorative mm-hmm. energy. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. I, I will never forget this. I used to sometimes, cause as a kid, I would be forced to go to church on Sundays and things like that. And sometimes I think that's why certain religions get a bad name. But anyways, that's besides the point. I used to dread going, but as an adult, actually, when I would go into church or, or listen to certain worship music, it actually would give me energy. And I used to have to be bribed to go to church that I was going to get lunch afterwards or something like that. And now it's funny because that actually gives me so much energy. You know, when you just listen to like a motivational speech and afterwards you're like so lit up and on fire. And so spiritual rest can be that type of like motivational energy. Mm-hmm. Um, for you. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, alrighty. Number three is mental rest. And mm-hmm. this is all about referring to the mental quietness and removing busyness from your mind. We talk a lot about this on the podcast. Personally, my favorite thing to unhook the mind and get into the body, which this is exactly what it's talking about. If you live in your head, breath work. It is one of the most powerful ways to drop in, to shut out the noise, to not think about your to-do list, to not worry about tomorrow, the plans, what you're going to set, like anything, any worries at all. It's truly going to drop you into your body and allow you to unhook the mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is so restorative because we're living in our mind and constantly thinking about our to-do list, survival patterns. We're going to be moving into autopilot and that is just exhausting. Like Jordan says, it's going to actually drain your energy way more. Absolutely. I think meditation can also be beneficial for that, but similar to what you said, I think breath work is kind of my go-to in that regard. So for number four, it is emotional rest. So this refers to venting and feeling emotionally accepted. So this can look like a million different things, but for example, if we're emotionally venting, maybe we're just really naming or we're allowing ourselves to experience rage or sadness or happiness or whatever it is, allowing that to actually be really vented and named. Or maybe we're going to go a little bit internal and breathwork can also kind of fall into this emotional regard because we can release emotions if we do like a long transformational session, which is going to be like 60 minutes or longer to really like dive in deep to release those emotions. Um, Also, I think sometimes just like sitting with your emotions and allowing yourself to like feel them and cry and process them. Um, that is a way sometimes to rest. You'll notice like, I forget who I was talking to about this, but sometimes we think that feeling an emotion is going to drain us, Mm. but it's actually suppressing the emotion that drains us. It's not the feeling of the emotion that drains us because usually after we feel it, we're more energized or we feel a little bit lighter Mm -hmm. after we let it go. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's maybe for this one too, like not holding attachment to like, okay, I'm, I'm emotionally you know, what can I do today to, you know, rest emotionally, but then after, like immediately afterwards, it, it actually doesn't feel good right away. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, it's kind of the, you're kind of having to play like the long game a little bit with like the emotional and the mental rest, because I think we always are looking for like that quick, like, oh, if I take a nap, I'm immediately going to feel, you know, more alive or more rested. I think with the emotional and mental side of like this type of rest, uh, I think it's key to not have an attachment to how quick you feel rested. Mm, so good. Yeah. Do you want to go into the next one? I love that. Sure. Uh, sensory. This is where you can allow your senses to be quiet and to reduce any input or stimu- uh, 
stimulation. So very important one, unplugging from social media, logging out, taking time to truly have no social media for the weekend. Maybe you choose a day at least a week. I think that is a great practice to get into. Um, also, this is more like biohacking, right? Think of like sensory, like how much our eyes are stimulated from blue light. Maybe it's getting blue light blockers. Maybe it's doing more red light therapy. Maybe it's, I love like sensory stuff, even like turning down the lights and turning candles on, like truly allowing your five senses to rest. Think about how much in our day we are constantly stimulated by lights, by sounds, by noise, by smells, by any different things, even food. Yeah. Like maybe one day you turn down like the way that you're like, we've been on like this, like soup and just bone broth. <laughs> like those are different ways to not always be stimulating like certain senses or even taste, like chill out and make it so simple and see how your body responds. Cause there's not so many things that are getting active or your nervous system is going to be a lot more in rest and digest when you focus on like the sensory side of rest. That is true. I feel like since we've been in this season, the last like, I don't know, the last probably month of just really being into soups, I swear, I feel like I, this is crazy, but I think my nervous system feels like mm -hmm. calmer and I don't know if it's because we've just calmed our senses a ton. Um, and we're really aware with our lights at night and things like that, but salt lamps. Yeah, that too. That's been so nice. Um, okay. So number six is going to be creative rest. So this is allowing beauty to really create something within you. And for example, um, this is not creating for work, by the way, this is maybe creating like the other day I went to Hobby Lobby and I bought all this stuff to do like charcoal art, like I used to do. And I felt so creative and so energized yet. So like at peace and just like calm and it felt so good and I and I only did it for like 30 to 45 minutes but I felt so energized and relaxed at the same time mm -hmm. and I don't think before I really thought those two could fully coexist and lately with really practicing these different types of rest consciously I feel like I've been able to tap into that more often mm, so good I think that that's true we create for an outcome rather than just create for creation yeah you know 100 um so really ask yourself like when you're doing something are you doing it for an outcome are you doing it to get a result or expecting something out of it that's really powerful i think we lost so much touch with touch with like creation yeah no um, that's true adults. last one is social i love this one because i i think this is a good reminder for me i think sometimes or in like this season right now i'm like I don't necessarily crave being around people as much. Like I'm a little bit more introverted, but this one is all about, this is where you surround yourself with life-giving people rather than people who are always needing something from you. So maybe you've spent a lot of your life spending your time around a lot of people and you're like, how the hell would that give me a lot of energy or rest, right? How will mm -hmm. I ever feel recharged after that? But maybe even spending time around people that drain your energy, that always need you, that always want something from you. And so I would encourage you to look around in your circle of who really gives you energy, who, who allows your nervous system to like, oh, that just feels like a breath of fresh air and it feels like safe and I can be myself and I don't have to worry and there's no drama, like whatever that is. There's so much power in us as humans getting into connection. And that's why we love our retreat. It's like 
all these women together, they leave with so much energy. They wake up so early. They're high on life. And it's because we literally mm-hmm. do all of this in different ways. Um, but the biggest piece is that connection piece that I think we're, we're missing touch because we're like staying in touch with our friends via Facebook or social media. Right. And that's not giving you energy. And so you're like, why would I want to go hang out with them? I already know what's going on. But there's such a different thing when you get in person and you like touch and you hug and you laugh and you Oh, a hundred percent. I do think though, it is important to take inventory on that because sometimes people that we think like maybe they served a certain season in our life, or maybe it's somebody that we used to go out and drink with, or we connected because we just used to vent about our problems all the time. That's not going to be your go-to person to go (laughs) hang around for rest. So making sure that you're taking inventory that it, or that it's really people that truly expand you and let your body fully melt in their presence. And, and like Kel said, it really just gives you that energy. That's really, um, what we're looking for when we're looking at social rest, but I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. These are the seven different types of rest. As Kel said, we focus on a lot of these inside of our retreats. I'm curious for you, if you slow down for just a minute and pause, what type really resonates? What one do you struggle with? And what one are you most excited to try to practice this week and implement in your life? I love it. Sit with that, feel into that, and I hope you rest deeply this week and maybe try something new on. And we'll see you guys back next week. 